0: Good evening, everyone. I think today, those who have come to Mass this time, we should get double graces. But as we come to worship today, the Feast of the Presentation, I want to begin with a story. There was a story about a plane that was about to crash. And there were four passengers. But they had three parachutes. One of the passengers was a leading surgeon and said, you know guys, I cannot die, my patients need me. So he grabbed the first parachute, jumped off the plane. Another one said, you know, you know guys, I am the leading neuroscientist and the world needs me. I'm the smartest man alive and I have to live. He gets the parachute, jumps out of the plane. Now the other two passengers, one was Mother Teresa, Another one was a young boy of 10 years old. Mother Teresa looks at the boy and says, you know, I'm advanced in age, I'm frail, I've lived my life. Take the last parachute and jump out and survive. The boy looks at Mother Teresa and says, don't worry about that, we still have two parachutes. He says, how comes? The boy says, you see, the smartest man alive has just jumped out with my backpack. When we are coming before God, it doesn't matter how smart we are, it doesn't matter how what we know, it's all about what God is doing, what God is calling us to be part of. So the feast we celebrate today of the presentation of our Lord comes back, to the, back in the ages being celebrated, but the most important thing we see today is the first reading. And the first reading from prophet Malachi, which, who lived around uh, 40, 460 and 450 BC. There was a crisis going back then. Now, those of you who knew the life of the Jews, the life rotates around the temple. Everything, the temple was the center of life. And back then, there were so many abuses in the temple. The priests were offering very blemished animals, which the law refuses. The politicians, know better. The people don't even care. And those who care began to even ask themselves, does God really care, all these abuses going on? That's why when Malachi speaks, says, God is going to come and visit his temple. He's going to purify the sons of Levi. Now that means priests with the sons of Levi. So he's going to purify them so they can stop all these abuses going along. So this prophecy was being held by so many people. And today, in the gospel today, when Jesus is brought into the temple, is fulfilling that promise. That's why we see two figures, Simeon and Anna, they in the temple. And for them, when they see Jesus come into the temple, they know God's promise has been fulfilled. God's promise from so many ages is being fulfilled today when this baby child is presented into the temple. Christ comes to meet his people into the temple. So that's what we celebrate today. But I want to also talk about one thing, especially from the two figures we have, Anna and Simeon. They spend time in the temple waiting for the Lord they spend time waiting for what God promised. Now, all of us, we know that the one thing we do not like as human beings is waiting, is waiting. Those of you who like, who like going to doctor's offices, you know the experience. They tell you it'll be 30 minutes, ends up being two hours. You're waiting. So what goes on into your mind when you're waiting? Waiting is not something we like to do because our world is telling us, keep going, keep flowing. That's why we have the X-Plus lens, keep going. We have the pass, keep going. But above all, we live in a, mi- in a microwave society. Yet our God operates in a crackpot. So we like things to be done in a microwave, but our God is in a crackpot part says, slow down and wait. So when God is telling us to wait, what is he teaching us? He's teaching us that, you know, I am preparing you for what's coming ahead. I'm preparing for you for what I'm bringing to you. That's why when it comes, you must be ready. But our danger is we like things our way. Get it done, get it done. I remember as a soccer player when I was young, I love playing soccer, and everything I wanted to do was to be in the soccer field, kick the ball. And we had a coach who would force us to be in the gym for an hour, lifting weights, this and this, and we hated that. Say, we're wasting time, should be there kicking the ball. No way. What we didn't know that this waiting room was to make us strong, to get the muscles, to get the stamina, so that when we go to the field, we are ready to survive. The question is, what goes on in your life when you're waiting? Which kind of attitude do you keep? It's very easy to get discouraged and say, yeah, this is not going to happen. Maybe God is not even interested in my, what I'm praying for. God is very interested. But he's telling you, "Back up and relax. So what do you do when you're waiting? Because all of us, a day is going to come, or it has been come already, when God is telling you, Wait. And this waiting is not very easy. But what we see at the end when we wait, God fulfills His promise at the right time. He's teaching us learn to say, God, I trust your time, not my time. We like to be in our times, but He's saying, It has been my time. Simeon and Anna waited for years and years, they knew the promise. They knew that Christ is coming. They never gave up. They waited in prayer and fasting filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's why when that moment comes, Simeon says, Master, I can now die. The promise is fulfilled. I am contented. The, li- the purpose of my life has been served. So it's teaching us today that when God is operating in our life, is telling us is going to train your spiritual muscles by teaching you patience and waiting. It's a virtue that we have to develop as Christians. So think of what you've been praying for, waiting for a medical report, waiting for a promotion on a job, waiting for a new job. God is telling you, relax. At my time, it's going to be fulfilled. So today, let's go back and ask ourselves, Where is God telling me to slow down? Where is God telling me to relax? He's not forgetting about you. He's telling you, I am in charge. The Lord be with you.